Welcome to All's Fair in Lava and Floor. I'm Amanda. And I'm Anne. And we're here to talk to you guys about everybody's favorite obstacle course game show, Floor is Lava. Yeah, and excitingly, we're we're now in a new season. We thought we were going to be in the back half of season two, and it was just parts A and B, and it's actually yeah. a, a new season, which is Yeah, great. not a complete... I mean, it surprised me in a lot of ways. Uh, one, in that it just sort of happened with like three days notice. Uh, and two, <laughs> that it was apparently season three and not just five more episodes of season two. <laughs> yeah, it was a surprise. But the good news is that we do have a guest and it didn't wind up being as short notice as it could have been, <laughs> even though it was short notice because we had already spoken to them before and couldn't yes. fit them in in season two. And then this other season showed up and I was like, perfect. Now we can do it. So it. Our, our special guest uh, this time is Brooke Bright, who is a creative director at Jackbox Games and all around just really cool person, I would say. I don't know. That's not a job description. but <laughs> uh, I love <laughs> it, accurate. though. Yeah, I'm not on any sort of like job. Site. So this is good for, for <laughs> me to collect these these buzzwords to, yeah. to go into it. You know, that season, who needs it? When 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 one season closes, another one opens. Right. And it's at the last <laughs> minute when you least expect it. You're here to champion season three uh into a new era because we were so unprepared for season two to be over. And like you are the the steadying force that we really need. Mm -hmm. Was there some drama? Was there some like lava drama in the reason that we, no. you know, it just ended and we were like, oh, no. Was there a cliffhanger? Did it end on a cliffhanger? No, no. no. I mean, it ended in Rutledge Wood saying, and good news, there's more Flora's Lava right now, like calling to <laughs> the next episode when <laughs> no. it was the last episode of season two. Yeah. Um, I, because, you know, it was shot like it was one season, clearly. Mm -hmm. um, but Yeah. <laughs> Editor fell into a volcano. I I hope yeah. it's not what happened. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, the, you know, the volcano is uh, uh, treacherous, uh, mm -hmm. especially this this season and last season. Gosh, it's going to take me a minute to not yeah. just keep combining them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we we're all on lava time. That's that's we what are. I know. Yes, I mean it has been, uh, you know, professionally, personally, lavaly. A wild couple of months <laughs> mm -hmm. for everybody on this podcast, but also most mm -hmm. people everywhere. So, you know, I just I need a little bit of a, a steadying force in my life right now. And so I'm glad to have some Flores Lava to do that. <laughs> and I'll start I'll start a hot rumor right now that I'm pretty sure that season two was supposed to have one more episode and they just there it was unairable. So mm. they left it hanging mm. with that that call off. Otherwise, they would have been like, and that's the season. Uh, and instead, they were like, well, fire her up. And then everyone on the Flores Lava team is like, it, we cannot, like that in any good conscience, show what has happened in this last episode. I feel like. It might be journalistically irresponsible of me to say this, but I really like the idea that there's a lost Flores Lava episode <laughs> out there somewhere. <laughs> no, lost I think in the that lava. that's. 
I think that that's perfect. I think that that fits in with our lore of our show of just wild speculation, despite the fact that we could (laughs) arguably just ask somebody and we don't. So I'm actually all about that. Um, Let's lean in and (laughs) and just, uh, you know, wildly speculate. I'm all. Let's do it. Let's do it. No, no correct answers. Only hot takes. Yes. Only hot takes based on circumstantial information. (laughs) I imagine that one of the reasons they couldn't air that episode that we absolutely know for a fact was lost. um, Indeed. Is uh, that somebody like re re appeared in the lava because i feel like that's such a motif in the show is like once Mm -hmm. you're in the lava you're gone forever until like you're out of the lava officially i want to think there was like a uh, an errant bobbing head and they were like (laughs) absolutely not we can this can never make the light of day I thought you I meant that some competitor tried to do like an I'm Gandalf the White now thing and like crawl out of the lava and be like, no, I am finishing and you cannot stop me. Cannot but stop I me. want that now. They should do it, though. They should lean in. It feels like if any show could lean into that situation, it's this show. So I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, this episode um, is the apparent first episode of season three um and it had like some real emotional turmoil to it for me um not just because i was sitting here trying to correct myself into believing that it was a a new season of the show because they had rutledge say so at the top uh and i didn't believe him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but also just like these three teams were so delightful to watch um, but also like the, the first two teams were families and like had the wildest dynamic to me. <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean, the family campers, I feel like our, our first team started out like so, so incredibly wholesome. Um, right. I, I feel like that was a, a good, a good starting point of the idea of, you know, family members competing together they're like no we all love camping and i did think from the very beginning that bj the the son seemed like maybe he'd kind of been roped into doing this and was mm-hmm. not totally sold on the idea right. i'm pretty sure he didn't yell lava when he was supposed to and he kind of moved his hands <laughs> but didn't yell and listen i know i know that absolutely if i'm at some family gathering and everyone's like now we're gonna play a game i am that person like i completely relate to that yeah. that response but um but yeah, I, I think they uh, they had a good dynamic, but it was it seemed to be an interesting dynamic. I feel like if we got to know them better beyond beyond this course, that they would be interesting people. I love the family campers. I was all in yeah. on their vibe. Uh, I found myself uh, I had to watch it twice to to truly understand like their intro package because I was like, wait, do you live in the woods? <laughs> like, what what is um what are you implying? Do you just like camping? And then it's like, oh no, they like all work and run this camp like they're right like, mm-hmm. the dad is an athletic director right and the the yeah kids were both have been or are counselors because at one point yeah. they were like yeah we go every summer i was like okay you don't live in the woods <laughs> right yeah cool. i mean i didn't even get the fact that it was like a camp mm-hmm. at first i thought it was like we go camping a lot and so i was like okay yeah I mean, don't get me wrong. There have been more tenuous uh, team themes before. Uh, <laughs> Some but, thin, thin threads. I yeah. mean, not to jump ahead too much, but the analysts team 
mm-hmm. the first thing I wrote down for them was, why are they like marketing this team as a bunch of nerds when <laughs> their pictures are like, here's us doing a bunch of push-ups. Here's us skydiving. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I have some theories about that. We're going to have to circle back. Yeah, well, we, we, we got to get back to it. We got to focus up. <laughs> Yeah, but absolutely, uh, I want to address all the intro packages as we go yes. through because I <laughs> yes. definitely have some strong opinions about um, about all of these. But I was pro family campers package. I felt yeah. like yeah. they 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 sold us on them. We were like, yes, we love this family. I want them to succeed, even if you know BJ might discover something about himself throughout yeah. this journey. You know, <laughs> yeah, and I feel yeah. like he kind of does. I mean, it's. Wild, I love watching the beginning of people running the course. And this is, we've seen the game room in season two a couple of times, like a couple different episodes, I think. Uh, And Mm -hmm. it is a really challenging room if you're not going to do, uh, if you're not going to work really hard at your uh, teamwork. Yes. Um, And this team had all the right vibes to be so good together like they seemed like they were going to just be like teamwork all the way and then absolutely in no way did they help each other at all nope in (laughs) nothing nothing they didn't there was some there was some encouragement there was a little bit of encouragement shouting yeah there was some some vocal uh support and that was about it otherwise people were just sort of doing their own thing left and right (laughs) i i would have been happy to have BJ leapfrog belly flop the entire course <laughs> because he hit that table so hard in his glasses. like, And that is like such a nightmare for any glasses wearer. Yeah, like you yeah. can feel it like in your toes. You're like, the glasses are gone. You can't see. And he's just got that sweet smile on his face <laughs> of, I'm going to make this work. I can't see. I feel sick. I have... But just the the flatness with which oh. <laughs> he kept, I think he did it twice. And that's why I was like, please, please continue to only throw your body horizontally yeah. across this whole course. And I would have I would have been thrilled. He was an absolute delight. I mean, he just went for it while everybody else was like kind of talking and like trying to nail down like the very basics. He just went. He was absolutely kicking butt, but yeah, watching him lose his glasses had me a glasses wearer like panicked. I was like, yeah. how yeah, how badly do you need those? Because uh Rutledge saying that uh BJ was probably seeing double or quadruple of stuff throughout. I was like, that's not how me not having glasses works. Me not having glasses works like I can't see the edges of things, which is pretty important in this Mm -hmm. game so i would i would have uh been much more concerned if uh that's actually how it worked for him um because yeah i was like oh no oh no what are you what are you gonna do oh no oh no (laughs) yeah i i definitely had a a good shared moment of panic because i definitely i'm i'm really glasses reliant i'm extremely nearsighted so you know, it's absolutely like a horror movie, fumbling around, can't see anything, grab the foot of the killer or whatever kind of stuff where I can't <laughs> I can't distinguish, like I can't see faces. So the only the one thing I will say is that aside from losing those boundaries, which is a huge problem, 
I, I almost wonder if maybe it made him sort of less afraid because it's like, well, now the really scary thing has happened. And then he was so he was like weirdly confident, I feel like, for, yeah. the, for the rest of the run in ways that I would not have been. Mm-hmm. But I do think that like I, I, I can distinguish objects only by contrast. So like different colors, if right. two things are the same color and they're on top of each other, it's gone. It's yeah. gone. It has ceased to exist for me if Absolutely. I don't have my glasses on. So I think that lava maybe, you know, like the black domino and the red lava, that feels like maybe not the worst case scenario <laughs> if you had to jump onto something without yeah. your glasses. But yeah, I mean, his I'm very proud of him, like by extension yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for not just giving up. And I do wonder if they had to like radio in and be like, um, are you can, can you do are you OK? <laughs> like, Can you keep going? Yeah, it was. So nerve wracking. And then for him to be the only one who got out was bananas because, I mean, Wakeso's fall to his lava death Mm -hmm. um, was one of those ones where I I saw it coming because of how precariously he got onto the the billiard ball. Mm -hmm. Because he, I mean, he did the thing that. Ann and I, as experts, uh, as far as like armchair quarterbacking goes, yes. uh, <laughs> have said before, which is like, you can't slowly, gently get yourself onto any of the like ball shaped obstacles in here. Mm. You have to commit because when you mm-hmm. do it slowly, you're just going to get stuck in a position that you can't get yourself out of. Yeah. And so as soon as he like leaned down and like laid gently on top of it, I'm like, you're I'm sorry, bud. It's been a good run. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think I think, too, like that was where BJ like flat flat body leapfrogging the whole way. Like it it is that commitment. I can see exactly how that would. And and you saw, too, later um, Akia like make that wonderful jump onto Mm -hmm. the second part of the foosball table or uh, pole. And just not be i mean like there was nothing at that point you're covered in lava errant lava it's slippery and like if you don't have a good grip i was like trying to see if there was anything she could like put her feet on to like push up but at that point you're pulling your whole body up on that thing and there's no way like it's just a slow yeah a slow death yeah Yeah, it's so painful when you see somebody land in those positions and like they they hold on for so long and i'm like i know i know your arms are hurting and you're just thinking i could just succumb to the lava (laughs) at this point but you're still you're still trying to pull yourself up um yeah yeah it was it was a brave it was a brave effort i think if they had realized early on that they could move the the foosball hole that that might have made the difference but you know it's always going to be something that goes wrong um and i you know i i think it was still it was still a strong run like they got they were on the course for quite a while before anybody went in um so you know it was still it was still a good run overall even with two people in the lava yeah no it was great and uh, I do have one bit of like controversy here, which is that I did notice very quickly that uh, that Wakeso did have straps for his glasses on. Mm. And the fact that BJ didn't, even though he clearly needed those glasses, because uh, <laughs> also in the uh, the analyst team, they had, I'm pretty sure, fake glasses on. Um yes. And so theirs also fell off and they were a little less concerned about it. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, they provided glasses straps, or at least they were willing to uh, 
Although maybe maybe Wakesa is just a, a you know a careful person and uh, yeah had him already. I mean, <laughs> I feel like when I was a kid, I I got told to wear like a glasses strap. You know, if I was out on a boat or something, and I thought they looked dorky, and so I didn't want to wear them. <laughs> and I think that conversation could have happened legitimately. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I imagine that's what happened. It possibly with BJ is like, do, maybe you want to, and he's like, no, absolutely not. Like yeah. that's, I'll be fine. Yeah, no kidding. If there was any team where I thought that they were making decisions more about how things looked than anything else it was going to be the next one though (laughs) (laughs) i was so ready for this team uh the the good jeans team like i was all about their like girl power and enthusiasm and they seemed to really like each other and they also Mm -hmm. talked about going to the gym basically anytime they're not otherwise busy um and i was like okay you are not me but I love and support you anyway. Congratulations on finding joy in life. I'm really happy for you. <laughs> uh, they talked so much about how much they loved each other and all of that. And then <laughs> I wrote down a quote from Priscilla <laughs> where it was uh, her mom, Kenzie, had just said, like, try to use your feet and push up. And she goes, you try to use your feet and push up. You haven't even started yet. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the love lost happened so quickly. Yes. <laughs> it was so instantaneous. I was like, okay, you guys. I mean, don't get me wrong. You're all very pretty. I think the good jeans name was a, a good call. You guys are smart and talented and pretty, but maybe, maybe how much you love each other was a little bit of a front. <laughs> because, and here's, oh my gosh. Well, and here's what I'll say. Here's my my perspective. I did not like them. Hmm. Uh, I came in and they actually won me over when they started yelling at each other. (laughs) (laughs) I had the opposite where I was like, okay, first of all, good jeans. uh, Fine. I was like, I I, great. But then I needed like I needed another tie in. I was like, is are any of you named Jean? Like, please let the (laughs) matriarch be named Jean. No. Okay. Are you wearing jeans? No. Okay. Why why should I buy it <laughs> to your bedazzled shirt? And then uh the workout thing, I I don't know why and maybe because I'm also not, not a person who goes to the gym, but right. I found it so alienating when it was like anytime <laughs> we could possibly be working out, we are actively doing so. And I was oh, just God. like, I don't know. You've lost me. You've fully lost me. And then the mom <laughs> came in at the end it's like the the girls were going hard because it was a cousin right it was like daughter and a cousin yeah and the mom comes in and she's just like we're about to and i couldn't quite understand her train of logic or like what exactly she was trying to get across but she was trying to trash talk in like a very delightful way of like Mm -hmm. we're coming to own this this floor in this lava this is ours (laughs) to take and then yeah she full just panic stands there yeah, <laughs> with a big smile on her face, like truly probably enjoying the experience, but having no idea where to go. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, great. <laughs> I wrote down that they had big TikTok energy and I don't yes. I don't even know what that means, but I think they do. I think to. it's that kind of like seeming really cool for 
about 10 seconds, but sure. then maybe not really being <laughs> as together as you would like to tell the world, which I can still respect. I can't even yeah. be cool for the 10 seconds. So, you know, no judgment. But I, I think that um, I think that uh, the the Flores Lava has a tradition of people who come in really, really confident really having it go badly for them i think yes. you have to have more respect for the lava than that and how difficult it's going to be and that it doesn't necessarily matter how cute your outfits are or um you know whether you impress the casting agents because you're you're good at bits or you know you're attractive or you've got a, a good like concept for your team you know all bets are off once you're in that room because i think mm -hmm. i think the confident people tend to be the ones who freeze when they actually see the course um yeah. and then they start fighting with each other and once your teamwork is gone um then then you're kind of lost i think totally i loved that tiktok energy that you didn't understand, but I fully like i didn't <laughs> yes. know what you meant but i fully yes. bought in and then as you explained it i was like yep Yep. Nope. You're a genius. <laughs> Anne is a genius and should come up with basically everything because that was that was poetic. <laughs> a million percent. And it's like it's the it it is they also spoke in sound bites. They did. Where which is this I feel like totally in line with what you're saying, Anne. And it's like uh especially the moment that stood out to me is um and I cannot remember her name, but the 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 woman with the very long hair who was standing and like was like, I'm just gonna jump in. That's Priscilla. <laughs> Priscilla. Priscilla was just like, I'm doing it. And I was like, Don't like what are you talking about? But it was a bit of like you see people trying so hard and then you see people talking about trying so hard. Yeah. And it's like I, I panic when I watch the show because I'm like seeing the fact that the the difference between winning is seconds. Yeah. And the amount of yeah. grandstanding that people do, like panic is real, but the amount of like <laughs> like showing off or posing or doing whatever, it's like, you're wasting seconds. <laughs> yeah, bud. Just go come out in the wash. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so I don't know. There are so many teams on this show. And I think the casting agents, you know, for the show are um, brilliant because there are so many teams on the show like this where they're really confident. They have a lot of like physical capability mm -hmm. and something about them seems like it should be permanently debilitatingly grating. But they just win you over for a variety of reasons. <laughs> right. <laughs> and this team was, for me, no exception of, like, in no reality would I be friends with these women <laughs> in real life. However, <laughs> I am going to cheer for them because it's redonkulous how they're doing. <laughs> right. Show. Well, it's a bit of a – it's a humbling, like, literal physical position to be in. Right. You know, so you see people like, yeah, being silly. And that's also like I buy into it. It's like you're coming in with a a very silly thing. So, OK, yes. I won't be so mad at good jeans, even <laughs> though that they made me furious at first. I just was like, but I was like, that's the game. Like, that's what yeah. you're supposed to do. It's it's like wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. There were. Uh, I mean, we mentioned BJ's face plant where he lost his glasses. Mm -hmm. And Priscilla also had the most painful face plant I've seen oh. on this show yet. I mean, I 
you you don't know this about me, Brooke, but I keep track of the face plants. It's basically <laughs> what I'm watching the show for. Good, good. And I was watching this in my office and I gasped and went, oh, God, so loud that my husband came like running in, I think worried <laughs> about me. Um, and it was just watching her do what was already going to be a banana's jump. She right. jumped from one of the foosball things to the pool table it was it was a huge jump i've never seen anyone try to do it i would have never thought it was a possible jump i thought she was going in for sure and then so so the the sounds in my office this morning (laughs) were me going oh she can't do that oh no oh no oh no (laughs) it was so much that was the moment where i was like hey priscilla we should never meet in person, but I do love you. Um, sure. <laughs> what is, is there any give on these pieces? Like Not what, that one. Not no, that one, yeah. right? Like they all seem like solid wood. Like everything seems like hard plastic, which I guess makes sense because you can't have things like bobbin or, I mean like right. later in the, the volcano situation, there was like a pad. Yeah. Um, but like, None of these people, and I I kept thinking that, especially with the amount of pure chest and belly flops happening. I was like, (laughs) that is like, you can't come back from that. Like that, (laughs) that is a life changing. What was the cousin's name? Because we, we lost Marla. We lost her early. (laughs) She did. The second she tried. She tried. She She really tried. (laughs) I watched, I noticed in the second, the second time I thought, I thought the first time that maybe she didn't make that jump to the dive because she was shorter and that was why Priscilla made it because we've seen that happen before that if you're below Mm -hmm. a certain height that jump is quite far because you have to go vertical and not just horizontal Mm -hmm. Um, and not everybody like if you if you don't actually make it the whole way you have to be able to get your arms over to the other side of the die which if you're too short there's no way you're not going to be able to do it Um, but I realized that uh, she made a real miscalculation when she jumped I think because of hesitation and her knee hit the edge of the die and then yeah. at that point, there's no way you're not going in the lava. You can't you can't save that because you you can't move any of your limbs to a place where you can grab something. You can't. So she she was just toast. I think it was. Um, I think all three of them got psyched out, and weirdly, I think Priscilla did better once her mother was in the lava <laughs> because then I think she wasn't even thinking about it anymore. There was no one else. She was just in her head, you know, giving herself a pep talk out loud. And then she was just flinging herself at the course because I think, you know, maybe the stakes feel lower weirdly when you're the only yeah. one. Um, I mean, she made, she made her, uh, her basket on the, on the way out on the first yeah. try, uh, which most people do not, even right. though it's just a pop a shot, you know, cause they're slippery and they're stressed and they're trying mm-hmm. to rush. Um, if she hadn't taken quite as long to hype herself up to make that last jump when she was clearly nervous, it was three seconds, wasn't it different? It was three seconds. I mean, she would have made it if she hadn't. But, you know, you know, got to have time for the for the positive self-talk. Yeah. (laughs) You know, she she blew my mind because, yeah, at the end I was watching the clock, which, of course, they don't have in the room. And even if they did, they wouldn't know, like, how well the other team did. But like watching the clock and being like, just jump. Just jump. Come on, just jump. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so wild. I did love, though, that like when she uh, when she got her 
uh, exit pass from the the basketball hoop. She did like a little hair toss to try to get her hair out of the way. And then her hair was so matted down with lava that it didn't go. (laughs) And so she had to do it again. (laughs) Uh, Everything about her like heroic, triumphant exit was it was like I got a classical literature story out of this. I got the mm-hmm. full experience. It was wonderful. There was so much growth. There was so much uh, resolution. I just, you know, I couldn't write a better story. I couldn't. <laughs> well, and look at the comparison, too, of the family campers, uh, BJ abandoning his family yeah. <laughs> versus Priscilla being abandoned. Yes. And making art. it. It was really like two sides of that of that story. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. But yeah, I mean... Moving on to the other team a little bit, but then also jumping way too far ahead. There were like a grand total of eight seconds between the fastest and slowest runs on this, Mm. which is wild to me, given how completely differently it was run every time. Yeah. Um, Because uh, the the analysts were uh, clearly pretty physically fit, even though that was not what was uh, (laughs) really addressed in their intro segment at all no um but they like ran out of all the darts to even use the dartboard yeah uh even though in uh like the family campers gosh i was so worried for uh okay so doing that dartboard right because he so clearly was like this is too much this is too much i can't do it (laughs) so mark mark threw harder Yes. And that yeah. did not work. It seems to be you're just trying to get the Velcro to catch, right? Yeah, yes. I think I think that was the problem. He was throwing those darts like he has done a dartboard competition at a bar or something. Like, not a professional, but somebody who's done it a lot. There was something about the way he was flicking his wrist. I think he was doing it too hard. I think his assumption was, oh, because he said that out loud. Like, oh, I have to do it harder. And I'm like, yep. no, 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 no. This is a foam. This is a Nerf dart, buddy. <laughs> like, it's, it's yeah. not pointy. You've got to just throw it gently so it catches this is one of the things that makes me think we could actually be good at this show is um, real athletes tend to weirdly do badly because yeah. they're trying to apply real world sports like mentality to it. And I'm like, right. no, this mm-hmm. is a this is a dumb show for silly people who want to play a children's game. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I am I am equipped for this that <laughs> I can do real sports. No, but dumb, silly children game all about it so here for it just can't be afraid to get belly flopped get belly flopped get face plant get dirty it it is a it's a valid it's a valid approach to the course to just physically fling yourself at it with no regard for your well-being yes (laughs) it seems to work so can we talk about the analysts uh intro package yes for a brief second to just address one little moment which i call Real life, real life green screen. <laughs> and it was like, here's cool things we did. Look, we're like doing push-ups in front of a monument. We went like climbing on this, like, I don't I'm not sure where they were, like, you know, international travels. So oh, it was skydiving. It was skydiving. Mm-hmm. It was like climbing. And then it was like even whitewater rafting, which they were like, it was like, we don't have an actual photo of us doing this they're like get mark on the green screen and it was just like what a wild and then they're like cams like dancing on the laptop i was like what what is this like yeah why yeah i i have no idea it uh, truly i delight in this show's 
mm, they're not half-hearted attempts. They do it all the way, mm-hmm. but they do it very intentionally in a way uh, at like making these intro packages have a theme and like mm-hmm. running with it and then just leaning in when it's like, and this part's dumb. Here <laughs> <Yes>. you go. <laughs> yeah, I we're think- going to be real silly for a minute. So mm-hmm. come with us. I think that some of those photos I suspect were from their audition package. The one where yes. they're that when they sent in like their application, because there's one where they're like in front of a whiteboard, like looking businessy, but there's something about lava on the on the whiteboard behind them. And I was like, yes. this is definitely <laughs> they got together and were like, what can we do to send in for the casting for the show? Yeah. Yeah. Truly wild. I can't even. It's so good. <laughs> do you want to hear my conspiracy theory about? Yes, the always. Yes, always. So the whole goof side of it, as it's being pitched to us by Rutledge, is kind of like, oh, these people are like accountants or something vague. They work with numbers or maybe they're in the stock market, financial Mm -hmm. investing or something. But they keep calling them analysts. And Cammie says, we work in a typical bureaucratic building. And they were doing push-ups in front of the Washington Monument. They were. I think that they are CIA or FBI analysts. <laughs> like ah, that kind yes. of analyst, which is why I think they're so buff. And they do all of this like working out stuff because FBI analysts, <laughs> at least, they're physical requirements. Like it's not just about being smart and like good at numbers and stuff like they are recruiting you have to be a certain level of physical fitness like it's not you know an extraordinarily high bar but but you still have to do like training and stuff the way that you do for regular agents um you have to be field ready basically like even if you work behind a desk i am pretty sure (laughs) that these people are like analysts analysts and they couldn't say that (laughs) because you don't want to go on television and say that really no i wonder if they had to get like okay so let's go down that path assuming this is true uh much like the lost episode (laughs) it is true it is is absolutely fact um Mm -hmm. that they probably had to get cleared to go on yeah yeah and say like we won't like we'll film in this sham office uh, we will be super vague about what we do. Um, and then they got oh that gosh. Washington Monument shot in there as like a little <laughs> Easter egg for anybody to figure it out. Oh my gosh. This is so brilliant. I'm obsessed with this. I want to start a new podcast about just this. What what actually happened? Who are these people? Oh my God, it's brilliant. I love it. This is everything I wanted. Like this show having... Something like that in it is everything I needed in life. <laughs> we also have more information that they've been together for five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's also just interesting uh, for a department to say, yeah. oh, yes, yeah. we specifically were in an intro like orientation group together yeah. uh-huh. of 20 people. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wondered if it was Quantico or something and that was where they met. <laughs> oh but I don't, this is like completely out of nowhere. Like I just, I just now believe that these, and you know what? Not all that work is like super top secret. So oh, it wouldn't sure. be a problem to go on a television show and be like, oh yeah. I mean like a ton of people work for the government if you're, if you know anyone like in the DC area. I mean, most people yeah. do. So it's sure, not, sure, sure. but it's not, don't take but there was something, me, yeah. there was something about these people there. I feel like there were deeper <laughs> waters there. And yes. These are not, these people are not in financial services. I know enough they people were in financial just services. Cagey enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they this were is... just cagey enough about it to be like, well, now it must be like, this must be an issue of national security. And they're here to, uh, 
get their eyes on Rutledge Wood because actually Rutledge Wood is a person of interest. <laughs> oh, God. I It could be so many things. So and TC I'm, actually yes. stands for the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> what a wild leap. I love that. <laughs> I just want to throw out there, too, because I know I'm newer to the show. Um, mm-hmm. But just as a quick aside to the host, um, it's strong... Strong uh, HDTV vibes, mm-hmm. strong house yes. flipping vibes. Like I want, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I want this this man to host a show where he's like, "Oh, we took your kitchen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we decided that the floor should be lava." <laughs> <laughs> he's basically the uh, the people from the newest season of what we do in yes. the shadows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it, he would be percent. perfect for that. Well, I have great news for you, Brooke, which is that he doesn't do an HGTV show, but he does have like three other Netflix shows that he's mm-hmm. the host of, including okay. the, what is it? The Great American Barbecue, something like that. Cook Off, I think. Yeah, it's a barbecue cooking competition show. Okay. Um, I feel like that would scratch that itch for you as far as he goes. <laughs> no, that's good. I love, I love a host. I love mm-hmm. somebody who like... You know, he may also, I don't want to assume anything about his career before diving into IMDb later. Um, but <laughs> if he is solely, because there is that genre of of performer that is host, you know, host, versus yep. um, mm-hmm. actor necessarily. So, yeah, it was, he, his, his wholesome, his wholesome vibe was good. He was real friendly, encouraging, um, had, had some punch ups for the jokes, but I don't mm-hmm. blame him for that. Um <laughs> And then, uh, and then, yeah, just is, I, it is my thing too. It's like when something consistently happens over and over and I'm just like, please more, uh, mm-hmm. him like aggressively trying to get people's eye contact when he wants them to scream lava is <laughs> like, he just leans in and his eyes get real big and he like, and he like purposely turns to one group, like, here we go. And like that, there's just something about that. That was very charming. Yeah. His, yeah. His ability to absolutely 100% buy into the bit and, like, just trying to amp everybody else up to do it with him. Like, like it's not what probably feels like an insane thing to do. Like, imagine being in that room full of obstacles and some, like, orange goo liquid mm-hmm. <laughs> and having a man yell at you from a balcony to try to get you to yell the floor is lava like what must that feel like and so for him to just be like yep no i'm i'm so excited to do this and you should be too please yell with me (laughs) yeah and he saves his energy for the yell which is great like it's a very chill vibe uh in the commentary and Mm -hmm. like it's just like "Oh, oh, oh we're just having some goofs and spoofs right about now look at this guy what a bucket of laughs. Like, and then he gets like real intense for the floor is lava, but it's not yeah. like he's yelling the whole time, which is great. Cause that's like right. the yelling, encouraging, like that, that's like Jeff Probst survivor, like mm. really <laughs> yeah. dig deep. Like he's, he's encouraging, but he's kind of like, it's okay if you fall in the lava. Like <laughs> yeah. you're going to go down, but you'll come back up. Like he's, it's just very relaxed, which is yeah. nice. He's very, I think if he wasn't, if he wasn't hosting things, he has kind of um, 
like middle school gym teacher who also works as the drama teacher, um, yeah. you know, in some small town, like that kind of, you know, like beloved, beloved uh, runner of the community theater, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, to bring it back to the analysts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, you know what? They were the first ones to show us um, that the foosball feature is sexual. <laughs> 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 not um yeah i mean i guess that's true nobody uh, else really explored it the way they did and uh <laughs> tc pushing cammy uh on that poll like really really yeah. really really just my eyes got a little bigger and i went hmm and then on the other yeah. side too it's like push it out again and it just was uh I had not seen it function in that way or with the, mm-hmm. the folks on it in that very calm, casual, straddling way. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, yeah. uh, I am so glad to be getting to know you, Brooke, because <laughs> I I did not feel any sense sensuality in the the that really mm-hmm. um, it was just mostly like i was sitting over here being like wow great teamwork look at this crew they're doing so good they're like actually helping each other and touching base with each other and oh my gosh doing such a great job but i guess that that is an interpretation that one could have <laughs> i i invite i invite you to go back and just watch um that whole segment uh yeah. Because it wasn't until my second viewing, I did watch it twice. And the first time it was like not so obvious to me, but upon my, and again, my brain will go there in a terrible way. Sure. Uh, I, it, just the whole setup and everything <laughs> happening, <laughs> I just was like, and it wasn't even the people, like the people weren't doing anything overtly. It was just the mechanics of that pole sliding and yeah. just the, mm-hmm. the, just the positions they were in and the, the slowness of it. Um, yeah, it, it got real se- sexy. It got you, real sexy. You do if you jump back onto the foosball bar, have to wrap your legs around a man as well. Now that yes. I think about it, that's mm-hmm. true. Um, I mean, this is a new a new angle on this yeah. obstacle. We I'm, prior I'm so to glad. prior to the analyst, we were seeing people handle that with panic. Yes, <laughs> they handled it with a, a, a serene mastery. Yes. That um, that opened it up to be something else. Yeah. Yes, truly. You know, I'm so glad to be learning new things about this show every day, truly. <laughs> um, I'm so grateful to you for that. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. I mean, their whole run was spectacular, uh, mm-hmm. like top to bottom. Just great. I did almost exclusively take notes about uh, Mark because <laughs> I think actually I love him um, <laughs> because – so there was one point where he was on he had just gotten onto the uh the billiard table after being a truly wild person by putting both his hands and his feet on the monkey bars to yeah, get over. Yeah, what was that spider monkey thing he was doing? I don't know. What was that? I I've know. never seen anyone do monkey bars that way in my life. It was incredibly impressive, but it was also like bordering on like in the horror movie where somebody crawls up the walls and across the ceiling and you're like, <laughs> yep. I don't understand right. this, but it's not right. <laughs> I, I know it's not right and I can't imagine it helps, right? Like, <laughs> was that easier? I don't think so i guess it distributes your weight better maybe so you're not putting it all in your hands yeah i mean that's true i have really bad shoulders that's the whole reason i can't do monkey bars so maybe if i did it that way um 
my legs would also be bad. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's how they train him in D.C. So yeah, that's, that's probably what it is, is it's, he's got that secret CIA training that we don't have. So that's probably what it is. Mm -hmm. But he also, as he was on the billiard table, um, a thing that I caught was he did like a little like Huh, huh, like punch with his hands as he was like amping himself up to take the next jump mm -hmm. and the sound effects team bless the sound designers did put in some little like punching sound effects as he did it <laughs> and i was just so happy because it was such a nice small touch that if i hadn't been watching mark almost exclusively maybe i would have never caught that uh but it was delightful and wonderful and charming they did it <laughs> twice for him mm-hmm he got um he got that hua hua sound effect uh er before that too. Oh yeah? Yeah, because he was that was like his signature move. Oh nice. And I think it was when he landed on the poker table. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh. So it was yep, funny because yep. I noticed and that the same thing occurred to me when he did it later. I said, Oh, they're like he's he, this is a good relationship between someone who is delivering what the show wants him to deliver. Right, you know? Exactly. They're like, I'm gonna give you a moment and I'm gonna give it to you again. And and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dip into this sound budget for it. <laughs> it was it was great. I just loved it. Um, and then I also made note of him because he was the one doing the the basketball uh, shot, and he truly, he truly was cursed because that first basketball he shot bounced and then just like stayed on top of the hoop, did not <laughs> just perched. And I was like, okay, everything I was concerned about, about these not actually being a bunch of nerds, this guy missing all of the dart throws and mm -hmm. getting a basketball to wedge itself on the back of the board instead of going into the hoop. Like, <laughs> no, okay, fine. They're nerds. I, I concede. <laughs> I concede. <laughs> I, I think I had the opposite experience towards the end of this, that I was I was accepting that they were nerdy up until the point like TC landed on the billiard ball. And he, those are those are heavy duty thighs. Like those yeah. are not the thighs of a nerd. Like you have to really work <laughs> out to have that kind of definition in your thighs and your your calf muscles. Like, and I was like, oh wow, okay. And he's he's actually managing to to carry off all of these jumps that are clearly really difficult jumps. I don't think anybody's successfully done that that transfer from the foosball net to the the kind of uh, round object to the recliner and then to the billiard to the billiard ball um, mm -hmm. before. So. Like this was a difficult series of jumps, but I think I, I was able to keep in my head that he was a nerd up until that point. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, sure. these people are really ripped. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they're just really buff, you know, um, That's true. but they were also really, really good at the teamwork. Like even from, they from were. the beginning of the course, they were barely even talking to each other at first. They just knew like, okay, I'm going to do this thing and this person's going to do this thing and they're going to go there. They just kind of instinctively could do that without communicating. And then mm -hmm. after that, when they did need to communicate, they were doing it like really efficiently, really politely, like Cammy asked, you know, could you please move the foosball thing? And I'm like, you have time yeah. to say please <laughs> on this course? Like you were crushing it. Yeah. I mean, arguably, they, I mean, they were the slowest by eight seconds or whatever mm -hmm. it was, but they also were the only ones to get all three across. And I didn't uh, go back and watch previous episodes in the game room, but I don't remember many people getting all three across. I only remember, no, I many. think, one team doing that. Like, that was a pretty big deal. 
And I think it's all because they were really good at their teamwork. Like, yeah, really I mean, they were positioning butt. to catch each other. And I think that was what made there were there were at least two close calls like TC yeah. swinging on the disco ball. Cammy mm -hmm. grabbed him and pulled him over. And I don't I think he would have lost that swing potentially and slipped and fallen because we've seen people wipe out there in that way. And Cammy um, Cammy got pulled in when she made the jump because it was like a little too far and a kind of a funny angle. She probably would have made it anyway. But like, yeah, having having another team member there who's like, I am ready to catch you and I'm capable of catching you, right. um, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, yeah, even Mark almost didn't make his jump out and he was the first one. There was no one to catch him. And he had mm -hmm. arguably the shortest jump to make. And he still like <laughs> almost didn't do it. So, you know, it's a complicated, difficult course. Uh, so mm -hmm. the fact that they all got through it was impressive, which only set us up all the more for what, I think we all knew without even watching it would be oh, an extremely yes. one-sided yeah. volcano climb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't have time to take notes during it. Like I it happened so fast. It did. That was an extreme that has to have been a record for yeah. climbing, getting all three members up to the top of the volcano. Like surely it has to be a record. That's gotta be way faster than anybody else has done. Even some really buff people who were like professional climbers weren't quite that fast. Like they just right. they had that teamwork down. They just were going for it. They were really confident. And yeah, I mean I, I but I do think that like despite it being one sided, like I heard both teams shouting encouragement to the other team. Yeah. Which is really, really heartwarming and great if they were sort of like, yeah, we're competing and yeah, well, we're probably gonna we're probably gonna win and you're probably gonna lose, but like we're still gonna be excited about the fact that you're here and that everybody's yeah. competing. That was very And, B very and nice. BJ made it to the top. And he like mm -hmm. there was something really great about that. Again, he abandoned yeah, yes. his family. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> made it to the top, put his piece in, and then was like, I'm good. <laughs> I do think that they learned teamwork on the uh, family campers just too little too late. Mm -hmm. um, they had the the bonus of getting to watch the analysts uh, do their run mm -hmm. and be able to be like, oh, we, you could have helped each other? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, and then <laughs> when they got to the volcano, they were like, you know, helping each other up, providing footing, all of that. But it was uh, it was just not enough, unfortunately. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. And, and then, you know, yeah. if, you, if you lose time coming over to the base of the volcano, like we, because you can't start climbing until everyone's on that sort of landing pad. Um, mm -hmm. By the time Akia was was over there, they already had all three people on their team on the landing pad and making up that lost time is yeah. pretty much impossible, especially on the volcano. Cause it's so slippery. I did love that. Um, that Cammy as, uh, Rutledge was telling people like, all right, you got to go down the, you got to go into the lava. Now it's time that uh, you lost. Cammy just shouts, you guys are so freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is delightful. And I love you. Thank you. Very supportive. Very supportive yeah. all around. Um, mm -hmm. Were all those pieces like they were just like in a little like ledge up there? Like they yeah. had to get the mm -hmm. gotcha. And is this like the classic ending to the show? Uh, yeah. Since season two. Yeah. Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah, so it's relatively new, I guess, in sort of the course of the show. They did not used to have this. Um, it right. used to be just time-based. So they've changed the rules a little bit and they added the volcano. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. No, it's it's very good. Everything that they changed for season two, which this isn't apparently, um, it was brilliant. <laughs> um, and so I'm, I'm really happy with it. It's very, very fun. Yeah. Yeah, so... 
Brooke, uh, traditionally, we like to ask our guests uh, if you were to compete on the show, uh, what two people would you have on your team? What, you know, whether it's for fun or for success is kind of <laughs> up to you. Uh, mm -hmm. And it can be, you know, real people or characters or uh, celebrities or, you know, whatever, uh, whatever floats your boat, really. So uh, I would you'd bring I would need uh, people who are better than I am mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, because I like I, I can be think I can do more than what I actually can do. And especially as I get older, um, cannot, uh, would hurt myself, will hurt myself. I have a lot of respect for everyone throwing themselves, especially the older folks. Um, mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay, I would, I, I would probably panic. I did, uh, do an escape room with my own mother one time and pushed her out of the way. Um, <laughs> wow. Yes. She was not putting the code in the door fast enough. Um, <laughs> and it was on Mother's Day. This is all true. Oh, no. Um, oh, this goodness gets, This gets brought up a lot. Uh, we talked about it in our dynamics because both my brother and I did two different times push her out of the way during that whole experience. Um, so I don't think it would be a situation where I would thrive. So uh, knowing that, I... I, Anne knows this about me. I love reality TV. And mm -hmm. um, this most recent season of Big Brother uh, had a player named Michael who was truly the definition of a comp beast. Like, <laughs> given any ridiculous thing, whether it be jousting, climbing, diving into something, he he won. He hit a record for... He tied like most overall wins, including like all the different kinds of competitions. And I think he beat the the like one specific kind of competition win in a single season. Mm -hmm. Um mm -hmm. so Michael uh from Big Brother 24 would definitely be on my list. And then um other than that, uh a bird. <laughs> a bird? <laughs> Just like generically, any bird. We would release a bird at the end when inevitably I would be lost to the lava. <laughs> um, Michael would be doing great, make it all the way across, and then they would release the bird, and the bird would just like fly straight <laughs> straight across and make it. Would not be helpful in any teamwork aspect, but um, would be a body for us to count. Yeah. yeah. Did you have a bird a bird preference? Like, is this a yeah. dove or, you know, a falcon? This feels, or... like, this feels like pigeon territory. <laughs> mm, yeah, okay. So, this feels you know, something that if you just, like, put some food at the end, it's not necessarily going to be a smart bird. It's not, no. which then mm. just means, like, it's not going to give you any sass. It's not going to give you any lip. No. So, so uh, you, you just want Michael beak, from, but... from Big Brother to hold out a French fry, maybe, and yes. have, like, a seagull or a pigeon come <laughs> Fly straight across. I would have been lost to the lava immediately. <laughs> and then we would do okay after that. Yeah. Perfect. Um, well, yeah. Thank you so much for uh, joining us uh, for our first episode of season three. It's It's been a delight to have you. Uh, yeah. uh, do you have anything to plug? Where can people find you? Well, I want to say uh, thank you for thinking of me and having me. This was an absolute delight and I enjoyed watching it and I enjoyed talking with you. So this was, thank you for doing that. That's my first plug is a plug of gratitude um, <laughs> to say thank you for the time and the friendship. Um, and then for me, uh, <laughs> you can find me. I'm mostly uh, sharing my thoughts on Twitter uh, at Brooke Bright, um, B-R-E-I-T. 
And uh, otherwise, just a I encourage everybody to buy the new Jackbox Party Pack 9, which comes out Ooh, October yeah. 20th. Um, we're very excited. I directed the game Rumorang, which is a reality TV-inspired game um, mm-hmm. in the pack. And I think overall it's got so many great games, five in fact, and uh, mm-hmm. and Anne knows um, <laughs> she's in on the, on the ground floor with all of this too. And it's great. It's so much fun. So, um, yeah, that's all, that's all I really have to plug. Cool. Well, great. Awesome. Uh, yeah, thank you. It's been absolutely delight- delightful to have you. Yes. It's always good to talk to you, Brooke. No, same. (laughs) Uh, And now I remember after three months how to wrap up the show. (laughs) And that is to say thank you to Dr. Popular for the use of the song Lava as the intro and outro of our program. Uh, You can find more of his music on Bandcamp, and we have that linked in the episode description. And I cannot remember any clever segues, so I'm just going to go <laughs> into sometimes the thing. you didn't have one, bud, and sometimes, sometimes you had brilliant yeah. ones. Treat it, right. treat it like BJ. Treat it like BJ throwing himself. <laughs> <laughs> just go like, for head it. first. Go uh, for it. A, a dove is landing on on your hand, Brooke, uh, oh, to, yeah. to receive a French fry, and it's pulling a banner that says, all's fair in lava ands. <laughs> oh man, that one was a beautiful stretch. <laughs> <laughs>